Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I would have to say uh, dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Not dirt cheap, actually. There's a lot of money spent on these little dirty deeds we're talking about today that affect uh, all this uh, voter fraud. And if we don't fix this, I'm not quite sure what country we have. I mean... Didn't we didn't we sort of say uh, property ownership and uh, and uh, elections and all these uh, the representation we have? Doesn't that form this country's government? So we, we need to figure this out. And I also wanted to mention Chaffee. Give up your coffee and go to Chaffee. Chaffee.com. C-H-O-F-F-Y. C-H-O-F-F-Y dot com. And make sure that you switch it out because it's a roasted chocolate bean instead of a coffee bean. Tastes like coffee. Um, I've never. This is just an amazing product and it actually raises serotonin levels so a product that in the morning can raise your serotonin levels tastes yummy and i put uh collagen in it and uh extra boost of collagen powdered collagen like a it acts like a creamer but it's amazing go to chaffee.com code word is kate okay and you'll get some savings there but you've got to try this product and uh, i like the volta and uh, the nigeria ones and then also um text 989898 Text my name, Kate, because there's lots of financial stuff coming down the pike. And it's making me really nervous because you only have windows of opportunity, like to get prepared and to have all of these things happen with your money. Make sure that you have all the opportunities right now, because I think opportunity lesson as we um, get closer to implementation, full implementation of digital currency. So text 989898 to, uh, and text the, text the name Kate, and they'll send you some free info to look at. I really would advise you to look at that information. Um, Patrick uh, Kolbeck is with me. The book, fantastic, actually, and uh, uh, his book about this coup. Amazing. So I just lost my screen. What is the uh, title of the book? <laughs> I just lost my screen. <laughs> I just lost my screen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there we go. The uh, 2020 coup, what happened, what we can do. So let's talk about where the information to FirstNet goes and the Albert sensor. Cause you were mentioning something so critical as we left the last break. Yeah. I was actually looking at a profile of the membership list in Utah of mm-hmm. all the different counties that are members of what's called the election integrity information sharing and analysis center. Cause everything in the government has an acronym. It's an EI Isaac center. And mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's where all this data from the election systems in these counties are being routed as to an organization called Center for Internet Security. So FirstNet, whatever the network is, WISCnet, um, just internet, public internet, whatever, there's a variety of communication mechanisms all across the country that they use. Um, All that data is getting routed up into a central data center ran by a non-government organization called the Center for Internet Security. And they uh, I've actually done FOIA requests or Freedom of Information Act requests for um, their contracts with my own county, Wayne County. Mm-hmm. And when I reviewed their contract, what I found is that they're able to look at the decrypted data that is being transferred via the Internet um, pertinent to our election. So and then registration deny. data, and then deny. data. Jeez. <laughs> and then deny uh, that it's actually hooked up to the Internet. Really? Yes. Yeah, so they're using an organization called the Center for Internet Security to secure systems that are, quote-unquote, not connected to the Internet. 
So they are, they're not doing a job then, <laughs> because obviously yeah. it's the only yeah. job they're doing. So that is crazy. And so tw- 28 out of our 29 counties signed up with these yeah, guys. Yeah, and I, it may yeah. be all 30. I, I've got 30 different uh, government entities. It's kind of uh, difficult to determine whether or not mm-hmm. some of these are county-specific, but some are statewide, like lieutenant governor elections, that kind of stuff is uh, statewide. And all signed up with this. Wow. Yep. In my own state. And so they've got a footprint in all 50 states, which for me, you know, um, as somebody who's watched Austin, Austin Powers quite a bit, that's kind of the evil layer yes. from my perspective. That's where all the data goes up there. And um, instead of asking for a billion dollars, they're just asking for complete control over our lives. The Center for Internet Security. Yeah, and there's a, like I said, there's a post on it called Albert Sensor's Front Door to Sensitive Election Data. It's up at my website, letsfixstuff.org. So this um, was started, it, this was started in October of 2000. There was a whole lot of liberty being taken from 2000, with starting with the PNAC, right, right before that, to uh, 2004. Between that period of time, I, it, it's so horrendous how we changed as a country and the loss of liberty. Yeah. Yeah, the critical decision on these Albert sensors was in 2017 when they designated our election system Mm -hmm. as a critical infrastructure component. And so just like our electrical grid, just like our food supply uh, system, um, they're all critical infrastructure components. They all get a common data center um, to monitor the status of that critical infrastructure component. So in 2017, elections were added to that and that's how they got right, one of these centers. Right before the 2020. So making yep. sure that it was all under the same the same thing. And so and it's impossible to get the, the fire requests, right? So Yeah, you can't yeah. FOIA them and mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you it's been you, we were talking on uh, during the break about Sophie and mm-hmm. Jen. Yep. You guys got some great patriots out there that are willing to do a lot of digging and I was with Jen last year at the summit uh, mm-hmm. that hosted by Mike Lindell and she was talking about how all these systems are designed to be interoperable with our GIS systems, geographical information systems and I, I just I hats off to the folks out in Utah. I've been doing some good work. Yeah, we've got a lot of powers that be that would love to see this fraud and a lot of powers that be that are fighting the world against it. So so that's fantastic. And uh, and just know that that the counties in America could save this country, literally save this country. Do you think that it is when I asked you before whether people are just naive, dumb to this, um, don't want to look? I would say I would say many, many county commissioners across this country will kind of do what they're told. Yes. By the parties. Yeah, actually. And and a lot of them have legal counsel that's all networked together, typically with Mm -hmm. um, Democrat progressive organizations. And Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you, that is their kind of central nervous system is their legal counsel because it it keeps them apprised of everything that's going on. And then that tells them to try to get out ahead of issues before they become a raging wildfire. Now, um, yeah. now my county, my, yeah. my county was so afraid of, of anyone realizing that we have voter fraud that, um, that one city tried to say, OK, we want to do a hand count. And they, they dangled the money carrot. They said, oh, you have to pay for the election. <laughs> right. 
and yeah. uh, I would gladly pay for that as a taxpayer. Sure, yes, uh, but they they so they they bowed out right because of the the money factor. So as it's a state, cheaper to do the hand count when you actually do an apples yes. to apples comparison. It's cheaper yeah. to do the hand count, but they don't want you to see that. They don't want you to see that. So they they make it look like it's going to cost X amount of dollars, and that there's so much fraud yeah. attached to the hand count, and it's 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 really evil actually what they're doing. But when you when you're as a state um, as a state senator, can a if you did you ever see a county not act from where the state told them they sh- on what they should do? Did you ever see anyone act with any sovereignty? Did you ever see anybody kind of you know say ah, I'm not going to do that? And then what was the fallout? When I was in the state senate, we had it kind of on the opposite side. They were not enforcing immigration law, so we mm-hmm. had what were called sanctuary counties, sanctuary cities mm-hmm. in the state of Michigan. So kind of on the bad side of things, but right. we never seemed to try to get people recalibrated to the Constitution on our side of the fence. So okay. it's kind of uh, disappointing. Since then, we've got particularly sheriffs like uh, Sheriff Dar Leaf out in Barry County. I've had in him Michigan. on the show yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Yes, I love yeah. Dar. Mm-hmm. So we've got some county sheriffs that are standing up but by and by uh, it's there's very few with backbone and and fear is kind of a common denominator uh Mm -hmm. frankly i mean you're you're in a position where you get threatened because of Mm -hmm. being vocal on particular topics well imagine being in the state senate or a state house and you're constantly threatened by the media threatened by donors threatened by lobbyists and it tends to put you in a little bit of a turtle shell unless you know what you're up there for. That's so and true. I'll tell you the best decision I ever made was make sure I stay in God's word every single morning. Mm-hmm. Listen to what he has to say before I listen to all, what all the pundits say. So oh, it's, uh, and very few do that. And that's, yeah, that's right. why we're lacking courage up there. You yep. are very right about that. Very few uh, do that. Because my question was, you know, uh, people and myself included feel like they're going to try to do more lockdowns, whether it's for climate, garbly or whether it's for whatever reason, whatever they want to drop or AI or whatever and convince us it's going on again. So so in that case, cities and counties don't have I don't have a lot of hope because I know how woke (laughs) cities and counties are turning and my mine my own included. And you can see the writing on the wall. But as far as that goes, is there any hope do you feel that cities and counties can act apart from the states and say, I am not we're not going to do log. We're not going to do that. Or, Or have they taken too much Fed money and bribes, do you think? No, I think there is hope. I mean, we had uh, some communities out in Michigan um, uh, that took a stand, and mm-hmm. it really comes down to we the people. It's not necessarily right. even the county folks. It's about it's everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about whether or not we're going to stand up for our country. Ultimately, all that power comes from we the people. And if we the people sit on their sit on their hands, well, mm-hmm. nothing happens. But up in the a UP, up in the Upper Peninsula, Michigan, there was a little cafe bistro from uh, that was. Uh, started by a young lady that came out of an abusive marriage. She was on Medicaid, all that kind of stuff. And she's open somehow with friends and family and neighbors. They put together enough money for her to open a restaurant. And when all these shutdowns came, uh, orders came around, she refused to shut down. And the whole community rallied around her. So whenever the law enforcement would come by or Mm -hmm. health department to try to shut her down, they put a cordon of people all around her restaurant and wouldn't let them, wouldn't let them in there. Oh. So there is reason for hope that's happened out in uh, southwest Michigan as well. So people are standing up. You saw what happened in New Mexico when they tried mm-hmm. to yep. take away their um, constitutional rights. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm 
I think more and more people are taking a bite of that red pill. And mm-hmm. once you've once you've seen what's really happening here, which right. it's all about control, you yes, know, nobody wants so to go true. back. That is so true. I so appreciate that. That brings me to tears to think that people would do that. And I love to see that when you um, as far as being in the state Senate wrestling gators, as you say, what do yeah. you want? What do you want the average person out there to know when when you got in there for for those years and you just went what you I mean I'm sure there were shocking things, but what what do you feel like we should know about what goes on in our state senate and legislatures because I know the people in them and well I'll just stop there uh, go yeah. ahead yes yes well I the ninety to ninety five percent of the legislation I was asked to um, preside over and vote on. Uh, gave special privileges to one group over another group. And there wasn't this concept of doing what's best for all the community. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was, uh, uh, it literally was about special interests. And whenever you fought back against that kind of stuff, you found yourself in the crosshairs. And Mm -hmm. I still remember one particular issue, we were dealing with uh, gun control. Mm -hmm. And um, our Senate Majority Leader from the most conservative county in our state was very proud of himself because he came up with a suite of gun control legislation. <laughs> and, Jeez. Oh and, my gosh, we have this exact problem in our in our town. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, exact so did same all this thing. Polling said, mm-hmm. "Listen, I got 80% support for my proposed policies." And I go, "So we're in caucus." And I go, "The only reason you got 80% support is because the rest of us are being silent about why this is bad policy." Right. And, right. and so if we ever got our courage pill and went mm-hmm. out there and started talking about why this is so horrible, um, then, you know, maybe yeah. those numbers wouldn't be. So and he goes, and at the time I was running for governor of Michigan, mm-hmm. he said, Colbeck, you're just doing this because you're running for governor. I'm going, no, if I was uh, doing this because I was running for governor, I would be going with the 80 percent poll numbers. Right? Oh, my gosh. Right. So, uh, so he came back and literally as a result of me pushing back on his authority and making him look like. He was a complete idiot for pushing this because we're very we're pro Second Amendment caucus here. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually sat there and said, "You know, you want to take it outside?" And he challenged me to a duel and challenged uh, brandished you to a fire. duel. <laughs> yeah, literally. And all my Senate colleagues did was lean back in their chairs so that they'd get out of the line of sight. Wow. That's, uh, that's the kind of craziness oh, that wow. happens. I was taken off all committees. I was. Uh, After being in leadership the first year, the second year was kind of a bumpy road because I started getting, um, uh, you know, wise to what was actually happening and who was really calling the shots. And I I wasn't going to have it anymore. Oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of you, though. I have the same thing. Conservative area state senator wanting red flag laws. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) Those are usually the the cads that do it. Um, So um, as governor, uh, the race was that messed with? When you well, ran for governor? I, this was before I really had a good appreciation for uh, elections and, mm-hmm. and some of the games that were being played. I mean, I, as part as vice chair of the Election and Government Reform Committee, I, I went into full engineer geek mode and diagrammed out all the election processes, mm-hmm. made sure I understand them so that when we had bills that would change those processes, I'd know what the impacts were, right? Right. So, so I was still naive, um, even though I had supported investigation in the 2016 election mm-hmm. um, because, uh, you know, there was funky business going on in Detroit at that time. So right. when I ran for governor, I found found something that was extremely unusual. First of all, I was polling, according to the media, I was polling around 3%, 4%. So mm-hmm. I was the, don't talk to Colbeck. He's an extremist. He's conservative. Right. You know, he's not right from Michigan, all that Demonize kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Well, I ended up 
getting 13% of the vote, which if people would have known that wow. back when these surveys were out, there would have been a you, lot more, right? Well, you could have momentum. I don't even momentum. know if that was real, because guess what? What? The day before the election, I have a friend that lives in Australia, uh -huh. and he was watching um, uh, the website politico.com, and you know, they're on the other side of the international date line, and oh. he... Uh, Looked up there and said, hey, you got your election results up there. How'd you do in your election? Oh, <laughs> and, uh, my gosh. Okay, we have to go to break. We have to go to break. We're going to be right back. Okay, you're a smart shopper. You compare. Balance of nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I feel better. I look better. I have more energy. Everything. And I'm 60 years old. Oh my gosh, you need to share every bit of the success. I'm in love with them, and I'm going to keep on taking them until the end of time because my body clearly is doing something with balance of nature. I mean, my skin looks good, and I've got energy, and I walk, talk fast, and you can see that I'm up with these fruit and vegetables. Happy National Fruits and Veggies Month. Start your journey to better health with balance of nature. Call 1 800 2468 751 or go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer today to receive $35 off your first order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer. Hey everybody, you've heard me talking about gold-backed IRAs. This is huge, important for you to know about. That's why I'm telling you about it. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs uh, backed by this precious metal and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the number 989898. And text the word Kate, okay? That goes in the message part of it, all right? Um, but the phone number is 989-898. There's a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one-third of the world's G GDP right now. And it kicks off August 22nd. It's coming up. Arm yourself with the information to protect your retirement savings. And you can text the number 989-898 and claim your free kit. This is coming from Birch Gold. And as you know, there's an economic war against the U.S. and its dollar, right? So huge shifts are happening right now. And I'm working with this trusted partner, Birch Gold Group. I've never talked about who I trust as far as who I trust as far as financial groups on the air before, but I'm letting you know that I trust these guys. Talk to them about your situation. More and more people are asking me about this, so I thought I would let you know. Gold-backed IRAs could relieve a lot of stress for you and do something like this while you still can. Text the number 989-898 and put my name, Kate, in the message. They'll get you the info right away. By using discount code Kate. 8-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. They got a lot of nice girls. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. LaGrange. All right, I got Uncle Milty. I got Patrick uh, Colbeck. And you know I'm going to have Patrick back. <laughs> he is, uh, you. Patrick is a very rare breed, okay? And I love this. Uh, big hat tip, Mike. Thank you for making sure Patrick uh, found his way here. And also, tell us, finish that thought about what happened when your friend in Australia was getting the results about your race. 
for governor. Well, first of Michigan. all, my rare breed because they're trying to hunt me to extinction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they so. really are. And you guys have Gretchen. I mean, could you have anyone worse? It's like oh, Pelosi even worse. It, we yeah. got the triumvirate. We got Jocelyn Benson, a secretary of state. I would submit that she's actually worse than oh, Gretchen. Uh, I served with Gretchen for four years. But yeah, we found it was kind of interesting that the night before our election, uh, Politico.com actually posted the election results. And, and this isn't an isolated occurrence. And they just explained it away saying, oh, we're just trying to test the results. Well, <laughs> I've been in IT for a while yeah. and you don't test on the production server. You test on a staging server and then roll that into production uh, later. So mm-hmm. something doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. And and it's not it's not an isolated circumstance. It was happening in Michigan where even a week or two before the election, they were uh, posting right. information up online. And so, you may have been second, sounds like. In the race, um, could have been first. I I, I may have won the whole thing (laughs) for all we know right now. Mm -hmm. I I literally don't have trust in the system until we get to more transparency, which is why this overall trend of pushing more and more Mm -hmm. of our election efforts, our election activities behind the veil of secrecy into these non-government organizations should concern everybody. So people can file request their county to see if they have Albert sensors, right? Yes, just named, issue a FOIA request. Named ask after? For contracts between uh-huh. the Center for Internet Security and their county. Okay, and it's named after Albert Einstein. Uh, yeah, these guys think they're really mm-hmm. smart. Oh, my and- gosh. <laughs> so if, if they do have these, then uh, we need to uh, lobby to get these taken out. Yes, number one, they're not securing the systems, as the folks in Lincoln County, Washington found out. Mm -hmm. And and number two, all it is is a, quote unquote, trusted man in the middle attack. Um, They have access to your data before uh, anybody else sees them. So when you have access to the poll books, access to the election night results before anybody else does, um, they have two-way mm-hmm. communications ability, so they can take the results in and push some different results back out. Yeah, and we got, you know, we have a new auditor here in my city who claimed he would never do a hand count, so that's comforting. Um, yeah, those, those are the kinds of people, though, that <laughs> well, get into you office. Know, so. you know, some people are challenged by Common Core math, and I, I, I totally understand <laughs> that, and I, that could so be a true. barrier for a lot of people to do hand it's, counts. I get you it. You know, it's horrifying because I know what's going on in my county is going on everywhere, and it's horrifying because I know, also, as you know, that we could those 3,000 counties could save this country if they acted with integrity and character, but you won't see that. And that's that's the most no. puzzling thing is you think people really do love this country, right? I mean, it's hard. Well, a lot of yeah. the county prosecutors, everybody laughed at him at the time or mm-hmm. were obtuse to it, but George Soros was going off and putting his county prosecutors all yep. the way through, and everybody was wondering, why is he putting so much money into prosecutor rates? Well, because prosecutors form grand juries. That leads to indictments, and that's right. where we can actually get people thrown in jail. We're not seeing a lot of people thrown in jail right now, even you know, though there's a ton of data. That is so true. We had actually, a, a, I think it was a city attorney or a county attorney go, uh, they wanted to do something unconstitutional, and they said, well, we checked, and it passes constitutional muster. <laughs> yeah. And, and M- M- Milty and I were like, you must mm-hmm. How did it pass muster? I mean, we were just just like completely shocked. But, but that's the case, though. Those are the kinds of attorneys you get. Yeah. They make it seem like hand counting mm-hmm. is so daunting. Yeah, I know. Our county only has 192,000 people right, and right. they don't not all that vote. Downing. No, not, that, not that daunting. So, no. so the Albert sensor well, is huge. Yeah. Yeah. So that. that's something that all the county officials can do. And if uh-huh. you're in a state like Montana mm-hmm. and I've gone out there and they've got, uh, I think it's 13 of their counties are mm-hmm. actually, they do hand counts. So, it's not like it's something that can't be done. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I was out there with Clint Curtis, former Democrat. Uh, well, actually, he is a Democrat. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but he is somebody that was engaged back in 2000 time frame to mm-hmm. put together a, a software to steal an election. And he testified before Congress about it. And, and But he actually came up with a pretty decent hand count system, I think. And mm-hmm. it, it's just, uh, all it is, a, I call it the basketball scorekeeping system. Right. And, and so he could count something like... Like uh, yeah. 100 ballots in yep. something like two and a half minutes. Oh, my it's like, gosh. I, I know. And, you know, the thing is, is we number our money. We number lottery tickets. Yeah. We number a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we just can't figure it out with the ballots. Come on. Um, thank you There's so no much. There's no fractions involved for those kids who struggle with fractions. <laughs> At least it's not close to unless you have yep. ranked choice voting. So that's, true. Uh, Patrick, right. uh, you can go to Let's Fix. What's the website? Let's fix stuff.org, or you can go off and go to mystore.com and get the book, The 2020 Coup, um, and use the Perfect. promo code Meddling Kids. Perfect. You're awesome. You're so incredible. We'll have you back. Thank you. Be faithful, be Thank fearless. You. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. 